Oh, this episode of Cinema Swirl is brought to you with the support of our backers over at patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. If you've always wanted to join to get access to Cinema Swirl, the show where Kevin and I review bad movies, but you've thought, oh, I'm probably going to have to put an RSS feed into a podcast player that isn't even the one that I use. I use Spotify to listen to my podcast. Well, good news. Cinema Swirl is now on Spotify. You just need to link your Patreon account and bam, it's there all in one place as long as you signed up as a $5 OTV backer. I know it still sounds complicated, but it's really simple. This month on the Patreon, we'll be watching one of the biggest financial flops of all time. And if you're listening to this episode early, you might still have a chance to vote on which box office bomb we end up watching. Head over to patreon.com forward slash cinemaswirl to find out more. Or as I mentioned, search Cinema Swirl on Spotify. All right, let's get swirling. Cinema Swirl! He has just committed a ton of crime. It's episode number 109. That's right, one also equates to 100 in this particular rhyme. Hello everyone, once again, it's me, your old pal, Captain Kevin. Joined as I am always by my OTP partner in crime, <laughs> Mr. Sam Chaplin. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Sam. Today is a very special episode indeed, is it not? Yes. It's we, it's one of those ones where you said to me, you know what, let's just do this. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm quite excited about what this is, because I think it'll be a, an interesting change of pace or change of yes. what is expected of us some of the time, you know? Some of the time, but certainly yeah. not all of the time. No. And that's right, Sam. You may think that you're walking yourself into a regular episode of Cinema Swirl, but you're going to get absolutely petrified and spooked out because today we're doing Vampiric Tome Twilight Ooh, Part 1. Part one. Twilight Part 1. Is it like Star Wars where it was originally just Twilight and then it later became Twilight Part 1? Well, it's based on the book, so it's always been Part 1. Just in case anyone thought that we were marathon in here and anything No, like no, that. no. But no. also, I feel a, a sense of setting out a stall here by saying Part 1, we're committed one way or another. <laughs> we're going through the Twilight journey together, yes. hand in screaming hand. This author hasn't been entirely cancelled yet, so we can still have some fun with some mid noughties nostalgia, Hooray. irrespective of the content. Well, hey. hey, Sam, I think it is probably a good question to ask you. What, if anything, you know about the phenomenon? Some say it was the Fifty Shades of Grey for the preteen audience. That is Twilight. Okay, so I had to think about this in terms of what I know, because I think I know quite a bit. Um, so mm. I'm just going to go through some of these things. Please. Sparkly vampires. They're, Sparkly? Yeah. And I've heard that used as like a dismissive way of referring to what Twilight is. It's just fucking sparkly vampire. As in, when you're watching True Blood on HBO in 09, you're like, this ain't your mama's uh, vampire show. These vampires ain't sparkly, for yeah, instance. Yeah. Yes. I prefer still vampires rather than sparkly. That I, and... <laughs> Well, they actually call them soda vampires <laughs> over in America. It's a different thing, you know? It's important to note that there is a level of derision against this film leveled by That will, I believe, people. be reflected in the episode uh, <laughs> Listen Count, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. But at the same time, we might grab some folks who might otherwise be put off 
by some of the other shit that we do, you know. But, well, but you I know, agree that demographic-wise, it might be a, a dip here. It's the only movie mm. I ever remember taking part in a group mockery of someone oh. when they, in fact, had seen it. Yes. That is the level of thick-skulled, Neanderthal-like past behavior yeah. that is going to get a reckoning today. And I'm talking to you, person not listening to this episode <laughs> on principle, because you didn't like it when you were 15. I know, yeah. when I was 15, world at my fingertips. Whole thing figured out. If I was only half the man I was when I was 15, I often say to myself while reviewing movies on a podcast... <laughs> But when we went to see a movie in the cinema in my first year, I think it was my first year university, and sure, Twilight was on in the cinema, so it was. Mm. And we all got out of the car. There was four of us. A gang of us, you would even say. Sure. And we saw the housemate of one of said gang, and he was also at the cinema. And we went, here, name redacted. Yeah. What are you doing in the cinema? And he went, sure, I was just seeing Twilight. And simultaneously, like it was 2001 A Space Odyssey, we all pointed <laughs> through bones at everyone. <laughs> eh, 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 eh. Now, it wasn't lost on us as well, the fact that he was then accompanied by three glamorous ladies and yes. left the cinema. And then me and the rest of the smelly boy <laughs> patrol went to watch fucking Rambo 9 or whatever it was we were after. <laughs> And only in later years, with a big old smile on my face, did I get introduced to the Twilight movies mm. by Joe the Intern, brackets, now my wife. Yes. Which is very much a feel everyone owes themselves to give it a chance yeah. and to see what it was like. But yes. what were your impressions of what it was like outside of there being some sparkly vampires? Okay, so... I'm going to step into kind of controversy corner and kind of reg oh. regress into teen boy mode here. In oh, the can we uh, lower the, the voices here, please? Oh, yeah. uh, um, just so... Oh, I'm not, I'm not seeing that fucking sparkly vampire shit. No, uh, so mm. my understanding, right, and I, I don't think you'd be allowed to say this nowadays, but that this film is vampires, right, but for girls, mm. you know? I think mm. that's the perception, that this is a, a sort of a girly, romantic... And I'm throwing these words out, but like it's you know, but that was the the thought. What was from... wrong? With, what was wrong with us? Uh, oh, it's romantic, like a Boo. girl said. The teenage boy who spends most of his time being sad that he's not in romantically involved with someone. What was actually wrong with us? It was right there for the taking. <laughs> But I also remember that not just the film, but the book got a kick in as well. Like the book mm. also had a reputation for being like bad. I remember some you it was like very cool to hate it. I remember some YouTuber who I think now has presumably been imprisoned for, you know, <laughs> in a, in a maximum security <laughs> tank for pedophiles <laughs> orbiting the sun. I remember him sort of reading out the book and being like, oh, isn't this shit? And that was like content of, of the day Gee, we missed a trick sam didn't we we missed the boat there <laughs> we were just it. using someone else's book oh damn yeah. it look the term bad yes. has been used a lot now yeah bad how bad why obviously bad because of perceived lack of value because of it being feminine or not tra like traditional vampire fare will be more horror and gore and action like in an American vampire goes to outer space and causes all sorts of havoc. 
is it a boring bad or is it a, an affront to vampires bad? What's the bad? So to play Devil's Avocado, I think in terms of the book and probably the film as well, the issue is not just like, oh, it's a genre and tone that I'm not interested in. I think it was perceived or known or suggested or reviewed to be badly written. Like, not not a good story in some ways. Like, the quality of the literature and indeed the quality of the script and the quality of the film was average or subpar, but it was very popular, and so I think people jumped on that. That and fueled to it. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was, people love to react to this. The idea of it, bits of it, it was very... Uh, uh, what's the word? I was going to say caustic, and I'm not quite sure what that means, but it was there was some commotion. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where a lot of people can have a, an accusation laid against them that their liking of a certain thing mm. is a personality or, or a substitute right. for a personality. Yes. Yes. And that in itself is meant to be a very bad thing. Now, mm. I don't want to say that I believe that because I believe you can be passionate about something and that can be misconstrued as having that as a replacement for a personality. But not liking something is definitely an even worse replacement for a personality than <laughs> yes. liking something. Because at least you've read a book then, haven't you? Well, yeah. But I think there was a kind of tribal response to this a sort of side picking thing but also I, I would say there's probably overlap with like i guess like harry potter fans in terms of timing and area mm. you know that it, it, it's, it's a very tumblr kind of film i think a lot my... of the fans i'm not saying they were wearing them but they all owned a waistcoat didn't yes. they yes yeah all yeah. had a waistcoat and it came free when you bought all the books Yes. You know, if you were to survey the people who went to see Twilight in the cinema as to whether there was a passing interest in steampunk, I imagine statistically it would be bumped up a bit compared to the general population. That's just a guess. Just well, a well guess. good luck getting all that finely tuned steam-based machinery to work when you've got glitter <laughs> gumming up all the moving parts and cogs. On your head be it. Mm. You said sparkly vampires. Yeah. With regards to the content of the movie, yes. what are the sparkly vampires doing? Are they friend? Are they foe? Are we going to Transylvania? Are we going to Pennsylvania? What type of a vampire are we getting here? I think we're going to school. I think we're going to school, which is not a million miles away from the Harry Potter situation here. I don't know if we're going to vampire school. As I was say, is it, a, is it a school for vampires? It could be. Or have vampires infiltrated our schools, oh, no. said the concerned mother at the real <laughs> PTA meeting. But I also know that it's, like, romantic and potentially sexy. So I think this is sort of horny teenagers at school, but there's vampires. I don't know if they're all vampires. I don't know if there's such a thing and as a vampire ex muggle. Explicitly played by older adults as yes. well. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Pointed yeah. out for the record. I don't really know what the plot is, other than there's a lead female character. There is a lead male vampire, and I would imagine they fall in love. Who are the stars du jour, Sam? Okay, I. Well, I know. <laughs> I know too. <laughs> I know oh? it's Mr. Batman himself, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson is here as Batman. Batman! And Kristen Stewart is here as well. Now, there is a third gentleman, and I found myself going, oh, and in him, and I couldn't remember his name, and I've stopped myself mm. from looking it up, and the best I could come up with for trying to wrap my brain for who this is, um, it's something like Leighton Tautner, I think. 
Someone so like you say that. Leighton Talkner, like someone who makes talc. Yeah, late late night talc man. I late Leighton late. Well, Lo- Sam, Logan, if we misjudge your showering schedules, we all become a late night talc man. Let's be honest. But there's another there's another fella who's significant as well. Okay. Other than that, oh, I, I know that it was the books came about. I think because of like they were named after an Elliot Smith song because I was quite a big Elliot Smith fan. When I was younger, uh, you, you've already got the groundwork laid for you here, more <laughs> yeah, or less, haven't you? This, you know, <laughs> yeah, um, you know what's going on. I just, I, they're at school, and there's vampires, and there's love. Has anyone ever tried to get you to watch it? Because I feel like for this is like for for many folks the mm. equivalent of like me trying to show you Cowboy Bebop, yeah, or McFoley versus Undertaker in Hell in the Cell. And this would be like. <laughs> Let's 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 uh, subtly self-consciously yeah. sabotage this date by introducing superfluous media to the equation. But have you ever been asked, or has it been kind of implied, hey, we should watch Twilight, like from anyone in your in your social circles or above and beyond? No, no. Which I think perhaps reflects on uh, my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, Sam, I'll say it, right? I think you're worth watching Twilight with. Thank I've you. Said it now. Thank there. you. But at the time, no one asked the question. I probably would have gone, but I'd have worn my cynics hat. I was romance fared on the swirl. I feel like we've had a couple of good outings on the romantic yeah. department. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, the, I mean, this film in particular came out at a time... I mean, I think we were both teenage boys. Both of that were the worst age, the yeah. worst versions of the worst age. When romance is not on the top of your list of things that not you know for for us anyway in that certain like mindset. No, um, I'm just saying for for the record, musical appreciating, dirty dancing, loving. Yeah, yeah current day kevin wouldn't be throwing his feces and bones at anyone for watching twilight but that is no guarantee of quality i am not speaking of its quality mm. i'm i'm just speaking of of changing mindsets as the years yes. while away so i come to this more open-minded and more willing to h- hear out what these sparkly vampires have got to say let no let's give let's give them the Chance to say what they want to say. Come on out. There's guys. always one when there's a, a baying mob full of torches and pitchforks. There's always yeah. a guy who's like, oh, let, let, let them speak, let, let them speak. speak. I think that's, speak. that's you in this uh, in this situation. Yeah, yeah. If you are going to let Sparkly Vampire speak, what would he say? Uh, but, well, uh, um, so they're... <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very, very poorly spoken, the Sparkly Vampire. I don't know if they're going to be, like, all oldie sounding. Because they're at high... <laughs> so they, they might come in and be like, yo... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dude, what's up? Um, like I don't know if cool, 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 dudes. Vamp- like just a like, cool dude, just like a regular guy, just like a cool dude, you know, just like a you at home now. Imagine what a regular yeah. cool guy would sound like. All yeah. right, that's what he's going for here. It's the new vampire movement, you know. Forget the old fuddy duddy vampires of the past. But like, oh, I, 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 oh, darkness and dusty old tomes. No. I've got an MP3 player and a skateboard, and I'm here to bite your neck. And that it's that kind of can-do, cool, edgy attitude that I'm looking for. Uh, and if you've got a problem, I'll see you on Fortnite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and now, have you got a pre-existing favorite 
bit of vampire like media be it a series be it a movie be it a you know a beloved cartoon or anything all are valid mm. i will accept counts chocula and the count from sesame street here even count ducula can get a look in i mean my the, favorite vampire they're all good vampires i mean you know we had uh the lost boys which was that was a good time good vampire fair so mm. i feel like this has got some competition for the time, they were pretty hip cats, weren't they? Yeah, Those they lost were... boys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were cool. Parallels, do you think you're going to experience? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who but... knows? Well, I've seen it once as yeah. part of an ongoing marathon, and I had a lot of fun. I'm not going to say how or why. Okay. I can't really guess how you're going to get on. All right. Oh, I, I have one more... One more thing that i can i can Please. i can sing to you sort of that's elliot smith is it <laughs> he was always leaving kind of clues in his songs about about his mental stage wasn't he That 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 song, Elliot Smith, Elliot Smith. Yeah, that, that one. That you know Elliot it. Smith would come out on the stage and he just fucking kick over the angle. Oi, any Smith heads in? <laughs> and everyone, Smith, 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 Smith. So that I know that that's in it. Weirdly, because I Who watched... wants a sad ballad. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that Muse song is in it because okay, good. it was recently in an episode of Black Mirror and it was trending. And the reason it was trending was because there was some relation to Twilight. I see. Which now I think about that Black Mirror episode makes me think, are there also werewolves in Twilight? Because, Ooh. spoiler alert, that Black Mirror episode had werewolves in it. You see... The reason why we're doing this is is for reasons exactly like that. This mm. is one of these pieces of media that even though large amounts of people want to pretend didn't happen and didn't have the huge impact it did, it made a fucking belubas amount of money. And that's just from the movies, never mind the books and the mm. tote bags. They got that TB money, folks, is what I'm saying. Yes. But I feel it's one of these things that is just there beneath the surface. And I feel like either there'll be a huge nostalgia wave of it in five to ten years' time... Or there'll be a lot of stuff that comes out where people like end up inadvertently or overtly referencing it. Yeah, yeah. It's just that a lot of the stuff from the mid-2000s has been kind of popping up like diglets here and there about mm. like, oh, we can be nostalgic about this now. And I feel this, this franchise's moment hasn't yet fully come. And I'm not entirely blaming that on the downfall of Tumblr as mm. a mainstream piece of social media, but it's worth bearing in mind again i'm addressing the people who are not listening to this episode yes tell your friends they need to know about it yes but before sam and i crack open a couple of sparkly coffins <laughs> let's crack open the sparkly mailbag hey 
welcome to the mailbag. Oh, it's... Ah, my Yo. eyes. It's so bright and sparkly. Oh. Thank you, as ever, for sending in your questions, queries, comments, and other stuff to cinemaswell at gmail.com. You know, these sparkles are a lot less fun when you call them shiny microplastics. <laughs> I wish they wouldn't do that. Stop Stop sending them to us in the post. We don't want any more free samples of your microplastics. No, please. we have no. plenty, thank you very much. But what we do have is some correspondence from Ollie, who writes the following. To cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Hi, Kevin and Sam. Hope you're well. Listening to the chat about food in the opening of the Full Monty episode, I thought I'd ask you boys for a favour. Me and my partner are currently planning on opening a small restaurant in the fair city of Worcester. Whoa! Whoa. Oh, I, I tell you what, sure, there'll be only one sauce <laughs> they'll be putting on their, their meals. Worcester yes. sauce. <laughs> and are working on food from our and our friends' family's favourite films. And that's a lot of uh, alliteration accidentally there with, with Sorry, the F. Who's this, who's this message from again? What was their name? From Ollie. Ollie. Was mm. he... Ollie and parents, am I right? Oh, oh, oh Ollie, yeah, Thank you. yes, yes. <laughs> so, if it's puns you want, sir, it's puns well, you'll get. The restaurant will be themed. Some of the dishes themed around friends and family's favorite films. Um, Ollie writes, "I myself have arranged a braised teriyaki pork belly, dubbed the Ooh. Can You Pig It." from my favourite film, The Warriors, whereas my partner has gone for her favourite film to adapt, he's just not that in tofu. Um, <laughs> my question would be... I will say tofu needs all the help it can get. Yes. I am a passionate tofu advocate, but if you put a negative in there, you're already on the back foot, folks. <laughs> my question would be, have you lads got any menu ideas that could be based on your favourite films or TV shows that could be added to our menu? Thanks a lot. Keep up the good work. Ollie. Now, Kevin, cards on the table. Mm. Had a little read of yep. this before the episode he has come prepared folks <laughs> went back through the list of cinema swirl films and thought i'd give it a crack that's it so i'm that's gonna it. i i didn't do that sure? i recorded another podcast this <laughs> afternoon and i thought the spirit and the power of the cinema swirl maniacs would get me through this segment with most of my dignity intact okay so You'll see what happened here. I went through the films and I, I started off with like quotes and taglines and then very quickly just went with the name of the film. But I've got some uh, some suggestions here and I'm going to read them out to you now. Uh, Luke, I am banana. Um, I'll, I'll be back. Bacon. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is, is that the first one just a banana? Like what's going on? It's like a, like a banana split. I am b okay. banana. <laughs> Luke, I am ban banana. Your, and your this partner. is your first one. That's that's the <laughs> That's the top off, of the list. We'll start off strong. Um Okay. I, I, I don't I I'm worried you missed I'll be back bacon, because that's you know, that's Okay, yeah. that is a type of bacon. Are these small plates? What? Is that what's <laughs> happening here? I've gone mostly ingredient based. Um, okay. <laughs> All work and no play makes me a pack troy. Is that something? Um, yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Um, yeah, again, another another. Ingredient. I didn't realise the cost of living crisis also affected puns. You can only make a one ingredient <laughs> meal with your with your word play. Um, in space, no one can eat ice cream. That that forget that one. Um, Brackets, but you can, but you can. when you order this. Yes, because we're not in space. We're going to need a bigger bite brackets of this meal what meal the um 
Robocod. We've got Robocod. I'm, I'm just asking questions <laughs> that the that the restaurateurs would likely ask in this scenario. Yeah, sure. What meal? Uh, Robocod. Oh, got eye, eye of the Tiger bread. Eye of the Tiger bread. Uh, you'll like this one. Just Goodfellas pizza. Uh, easy. There you yeah. Go. <laughs> that's that's easy as a as a pun and easy to source and prepare yeah. as well. Can't argue with that. Uh, mean mean grills. Mean grills. Mean grills. Um, silence. A, mix, a mixed mean grill. Mi- yeah. Assuming. Mi- mean grills brackets mixed. Silence of the lamb chops. Yeah, there we It'd go. Be weird if they talked. Um, big breakfast. Uh, <laughs> Now, Channel 4 and its lawyers have already had to have words with us before, yeah. Sam, and I think you might be caught okay. in disaster on that front. I want to get your read on this one. The Sand Witch Project. The, okay. The sand, yeah? Oh. Yeah. The problem, though, is I'm just thinking now you give me a sandwich that's got sand mm, in it. Yeah. Okay. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> one of my least favourite films, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Pudding. Is That's just, you know, that's just Christmas Pudding. Full Metal Jacket Potato. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got a corresponding pun for every episode of this series. I tried. But... Now on to the swill. <laughs> uh, C- Citizen Kale. Citizen Kale. Um, suicide Squid. <laughs> okay, I would I would eat a squid dish called Suicide <laughs> yeah, Squid. That, exactly. Yeah, can only be better than the feature. Beverly Hills Cup of Water. Could that like just that's just one for the like if you say tap you, if you want to say tap water you'd say I'll have a right because like <laughs> is it that you've used up all your creativity on the pun and yeah. then you have to think of like borderline practically like, how it would work some of your meals are in du- direct contrast to the Geneva Convention in terms of <laughs> what constitutes a meal okay but with this one this could easily be integrated into Ollie's like restaurant that like tap water you don't have to come up with a meal for that. Just That's be, true. You have to order a Beverly Hills cup of water. Um, and you know what, as well, because asking for something as simple <laughs> as a cup of water will in, involve cup. quite a long pun you yeah. have butts in seats you know and yeah. that's a retention rate that most restaurants in worcester center can really aspire to i'm open to kind of revising it a bit oh my headphone has just fallen out uh Be- beverly hills cup of tea etc cup of coffee you got all the cups whoa, whoa whoa all right slow down there uh chef sam chaplin with your crazy concoctions <laughs> i've got a couple for you okay they liver and onions yeah. an actual meal Dirty Fries Dancing, because yeah. there's always something like that. And Rocky Four Road. That's, That's four pieces of Kevin's signature Rocky Road on a big plate with a glass of milk. Okay, those are those ones that you just came up with are better than the ones I've written down. But the tasty. Yes. Well, so the <laughs> Rocky was it Rocky Four Road? Rocky Four. Because what I've noticed, Sam, is that I would like four pieces of yeah. Rocky Road. So not five. I'm not a savage, okay? I would like four pieces of Rocky Road, please. Well, with that in mind, I've got a, a dessert for you. Blue velvet cake. It's hey. a twist. And you could make a red velvet cake and just put blue food colouring in it, and then you've got blue velvet cake. Easy. Easy that, money. That works easy. And you could yeah. be like one of those immersive dining experiences, you know, like Heston <laughs> Blumenthal sprays the gas in, and then you go, <sighs> you know, you could, you could mm. inhale it and uh, get in the right 
mindset for the cake. Well, yeah. that's a, a very promising menu indeed. Just, and we can only can say, oh, you've got more. You've got more. Two, two more. Two more. But, but honestly, let's like, roll it back, baby. You were giving me an out and it was a good time to go out because I'd kind it of was. peaked with blue velvet cake. That was a good, you ha- I thought, oh, yeah. he saved a good one in his back pocket. But there's obviously <laughs> two more in the chamber. So give it to me, baby. We'll just clear these off the list and then we're done. Like, uh, Okay. True pies and um <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a place in Wigan called True, True Pies. pies. Uh cr- cr- <laughs> I like as well that that dish has multiple pies in it. True True Pies. Oh, I missed the suicide squid days. Um <laughs> just the last this is the last one. I don't know what the meal crumb and crummer crumb and crummer um so so thank you very much for your message and we hope to visit and patronize your restaurant where we will have a cup of water and crumbs for our meal well sam i think it's uh time now that you're all good and amped up and sufficiently sparkly i think it's time to take a trip down to where the vampires roam it's time to go do a cinema swirl Sam, initial gut reaction to the spooky, the sexy, and dare I say the sultry, Twilight. From both sides, I understand. I get it. Oh. I get it. I get the, the light and the shade, the good and the bad. I understand. I don't know why I did that accent, but I understand the I feel the like you were Transylvania adjacent yeah. there with that particular <laughs> accent that happened. So we when we watched the movie, yes. it was... A tight two hours with yep. an egregiously long credits, which I'm not going to lie, I'm riding the high off of that. Yeah. Eight minutes of credits. Oof. That's like a fever dream I would have had at one point. Yeah. Wow. Wow. How many Radiohead and Linkin Park songs can you fit in there, guys? Please. I mean, quite a few. You know what? Give me a pure Elliot Smith slate. You know, I always personally preferred Elliot Smith's version of In the End, brackets, it doesn't matter. I thought he brought more heart to the piece. I thought the rap bits were better. (laughs) Uh, I thought he filled filled the CGI space better. And that's just me, a music fan. What can I say, you know? But I, I get it. I get it. In, you get it. In, bo- in both ways, I get it. You know? When you say you get it, does that mean you get both the outrage and also the fandom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just like now culturally understand what this is and why it was hated and loved. I get it. I understand. Now, I noticed that that came neither with a thumbs up, a thumbs down, or any sort of a, for lack of a better term, grunt that you have given me that I could could draw conclusions mm. about whether you enjoyed the movie. I've deliberately hidden my thumbs so that you oh. can't see what direction they're facing. I just thought they'd become vestigial since I last saw you. <laughs> Well, there's that it too. Happens. Yeah, but no, no, no noise. I thought I'd go purely word based, and yeah, just guys like, hey, 
guys. I get it. Look, any would-be politicians who are asked whether they liked Twilight on Mm. Question Time, you now have a skeleton of an answer with which to build the meat of your platform afterwards. And they hide their thumbs as well. Exactly. There you go. They took them in and then sort of point without pointing. That's what and that's do. why Sam Chaplin is running for Liberal Democrat <laughs> Councillor of Nottingham City Centre, a local man for local issues yes, that affect me. local people. Mm. Like, is the Twilight movie any good? Sam, I thought I'd start off light and breezy and ask you the same question the movie posed us at the beginning. How would you like to die? Well, so, I, well, I mean, I, I've never given much thought <laughs> to how I would now, die. Look, firstly, can I just say, we all appreciate living here around the table. I yeah. think we can all get a round of applause going for that. Lad. Yeah, big big shout out to the whole living community. I, I would like to say that it is good to live, and also, should you choose not to live, then that is a choice that you certainly can make in these times. But whether that choice... So, uh, I, I've not really given much thought to how I would die, but... Right. Maybe I have. I want like an instant death. I want to have no idea that it's coming or anything's happening. Just like, boom, gone. No, no time to think about it, feel it, know that it's happening. Just boom, gone. Big, like, immediate implosion of myself. Just oh, gone. you want an implosion as well, what man. Do- <laughs> you'll feel that. You'll feel that. I've had a few in my time. What? I just want something, like, you know the whole, like, Tony Soprano thing of, like, oh, Tony, you'll never, you won't even hear the, you, you won't, you, it, I want the screen to go to black and everyone to shake their TVs and be like, is he dead? Is he alive? What's going on? Oh, sp- sp- hey, wait, you know, Tony, it's, it's kind of like when you die, you're never around to see the three hour video essay about how you died afterwards. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Spoiler alert for the Sopranos, by the way. Oh, well, there um, you go. Like, yeah, you've missed the boat. A bit late now. But yeah, just like a re- real quick, immediate death. No idea it's coming. How about you? Well, I was thinking just mainly about this whole idea here of assuring us at the start that the sweetest and best way to die would be by taking the place of someone who you love. And I have had this discussion many times with Jo, who has assured me she'd be furious if I was to die in her place. Okay. Because think about it, when you die, there's probably going to be a bit of a mess. At the very, very least... A lot of procedural work involved in terms of organizing things, ringing people up and all that. Very much so, even if you were dying in someone's place, as romantic a notion as it is, I do believe it would be a, I did the dishwasher, so you plan my funeral kind of false chore equivalent. Right, yes. So, personally, I think I'd like us both to die immediately at the same time and leave it to someone else to worry about. I don't want to cause worry when... I sound like my grandmother. I don't want any of you to be worried when I'm dead. (laughs) We will probably stop as soon as you die. It is an impactful decision, but very morbid to start Mm. your teen romance with, guys. Yes. Can I just weigh in to offer an alternative view? Please. I personally, as someone who you love, (laughs) would be (laughs) delighted and grateful if you were to die in my place. So just so you know, that's where I'm coming from. Okay, but I feel like the way that you're going about this now, you'll be like, oh, I'll die in your place, but only if I'm assured that it's a quick and instant death like Tony Soprano. Yeah, too many. Check out the variables on that promise. Too much small print. Forget it. All right, let's just have our own separate immediate deaths, please. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd I'd like us, you know what? I would say as well, if I am not going to die instantaneously with Joe, I'd kind of like us to die like John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, uh, fierce friends and fierce rivals who die suspiciously close to one another, (laughs) miles apart, 
still divided on the issue of French secession. I think that's the way to go, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Stanley's dander was up straight away because we get a fucking deer running around. Big. He didn't like that. <laughs> What's he gonna do with that? Why they just thinks it's a big dog. He thinks it's a big dog. Eyes so. bigger than your stomach, dog. That's all <laughs> I can say. Come on. What's he gonna do with it? A deer would fucking. Fuck Stanley up, keep yeah. him away. Well, I agree, but I think he's just sort of, he's saying to that dear, fuck, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, go away, leave me alone. That's what he's saying. He's more of like the man on the sideline, the, the 12th man on the pitch, yeah, shouting yeah. abuse, yeah. as opposed to the lad who's going to glass the goalie afterwards in the pub. Yes, that's his role, I think. He is getting closer and closer in my mind to being flesh and blood scrappy do <laughs> with every passing instance of his dander being raised. So we're introduced to Isabella Swan. That's a bit of a mouthful. I hope someone shortens that by the end of the first scene. Mm. Who, she's leaving her crazy harebrained mom to go and live with her down-to-earth dad. And she's going from sunny Phoenix to gloomy, overcast Washington State, which I believe is essentially Britain with Twin Peaks, it seems, in terms of weather. Yeah, that's the vibe I get. It also looks like the place that Rambo wandered into, (laughs) you know? It looks like that. Uh, Yeah, I kind of want Chief Swan to come after Rambo instead. He'd just give him steak and cobbler as opposed to, you know, being mean and trying to run him out of town. She's moving to Forks. Oh, what's that twinned with? Knives? Thank you. I've been Sam Chaplin. You've been great. Thank you. Have a have a great night. And sure, um, they use chopsticks in in most of Asia, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, uh, I want to say right now, mm. big fan of dads in movies. Yeah. And I don't know why that her chief of police dad, who spends more time sipping beer, watching the game, as opposed to doing any police work in the movie. Yes. He's a good, solid dad. He's like if Randy Marsh had a good head on his shoulders. Yeah, That's yeah. why I view this dad as being. Solid dad. We always tend to rate solid the dads dad. in the films that we watch, and this is a solid dad. I do also like that, much like Bart Simpson, she refers to her dad by his name a few times. She calls him Charlie, which I think is quite funny. You know, that's like a bratty child thing. She plays by her own rules. Mm, I'll say yep. that about Bella. She doesn't play by anyone's rules, mostly human rules she does abide by. But yeah, she is like this. She's presented as being this like very awkward, uncoordinated is a word they use very, very often, girl who yes. is prone to, to falling over and whatnot. And yet she gives across no vibes of a clown whatsoever in spite of her pratfalling nature. Yeah, there's not a, a sense of clumsiness I'm getting. Yeah, like as someone who has genuinely had clumsy spells in his life, mm. I kind of resent glamorous Hollywood actors being like, oh my God, I'm so clumsy. Like, why? Because, like, one time a mug fell over in the next room that in the house that you were in? Come on, yep. Bella. Get it together. Our good friend Leighton Tautner is here. I, I did later learn his name and how badly wrong I'd got it, but I'm gonna... Sorry, who was? <laughs> Taylor Lautner is here, but I, in the priest world, I kept calling him uh, Leighton Tautner because I couldn't... I didn't... It's not It's, you know, it's it's, it's a spoonerism, even though we're in forks. Like, if I had 
lost my hearing, but I could still hear the kind of the beats of what yeah, you yeah. say. Yeah. I would be like, yeah, I'd, I'd know I'd know what you were saying, you know? I got the vibe of his name. I got the vibe of his name, I think, is what I got. It was so. better than Adrian being Rocky's little mate <laughs> yeah, in terms exactly. of accuracy. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. So it's a pretty sweet ride for this girl who is radiating sadness, but definitely not, like, for any discernible reason. Love and family... Mum loves her. Dad yeah, loves yeah, her. Yeah. She's there within five minutes of arriving in Forks. She's got a truck. Nice piece of ass walks up. This hunky kid next door. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the world is at her fingertips and she's got a fork with which to eat it. So I think she's doing pretty well for herself. <laughs> she's doing all right. What I do want to talk about, she does get a, a truck and she rolls that truck up to the school. And I thought there was going to be more of like, who's this girl driving her big old truck into school? But in America, Fucking that's... Lover. That's normal. Like, they all, they yeah. all drive their big, stupid cars to school. The children all drive themselves to school. That's mad. No wonder you've got a taste for the old fossil fuels because you've been guzzling gas <laughs> since you were in short pants, American teens. But I was expecting from our previous experience of American high schools mm. in this very show that her arrival at the high school in a big old dirty truck being clumsy and being kind of awkward, you know, in that way where you're beautiful, but you look at the floor all the time yeah, that yeah. she would not be embraced and be cast as a freak or an outsider good lord she's everyone's home girl asap sam yeah it's very you know what i i agree with you i was expecting some you know being outcast being bullied and then eventually winning everyone around but she pretty much walks in and everyone's excited to see her and they all become fast friends she far from being outcast She's literally part of a cast yes. of characters, yeah. all of whom are delighted to see her and love to listen to the music of cast, the, uh, <laughs> the band. Yeah. <laughs> Learn more about music, they say, Kevin. No. It'll, it'll make the podcast better. It will. Look, Sam, I'm a simple man. Cast to bring me up, Elliot Smith to bring me back down. <laughs> so she's now friends with like Anna Kendrick and all these other dorks. Great. And, um, <laughs> but at lunch... And she, she's already got her place at the lunch table. That's the one place where kids get excluded. You know, they're kind of like, you she can't didn't sit even here. Have to look around and, no. like, you know, best case scenario, what I was taught was that on your first day, you'd sit down and then someone would come over and be like, why don't you sit with us? You know, mm. and then you get, you go over, you sit there, then you say something wrong, and then they all throw tater tots at you, then you yeah. leave, and you have to sit with the teachers for the rest of the term. That's what I thought was going to happen to her here, but no. All very, very happy. Mm. And probably the reason that everyone seems so nice is because within a few <laughs> minutes, uh-oh, look out. I'll tell you from experience, folks, when you're a teacher, there's certain kids you keep an eye out for. Yeah. The kids with toothpicks, I keep an eye on. Yeah. The kids wearing matching bandanas, I keep an eye on. The adults who walk into the room <laughs> in slow motion, you better believe I'm keeping an eye on you. <laughs> The Cullens are here. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to guess which characters are the vampires, I mean, it's your fucking clue. Like, they literally are unmistakably a bunch of vampires. Like, Yeah, I mean, the only other thing you could mistake them for, because there's a big group of them all stood together looking sullen mm. and oddly pale, is like, I don't know, the front cover of season one of Grey's Anatomy on DVD or something like sure. that. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think their immortality belays the fact that they're all grown-ass adults. <laughs> yeah. This film suffers from the thing that a lot of high school movies suffer from, is that everyone's, you know, a bit older Old. than they're supposed to be. It's not quite Grease, 
But, you know, these are not 17-year-olds. It's not quite Greece. No one's got, like, a cough from working in the mines or anything like that from a previous life. But they are they are kind of, like, in this weird position where we reckon the way to make someone look younger is to kind of doll them up and gussy them up with lots of makeup, which yeah. is usually something that younger teens would do to look older. So you have these kind of weird clown people. Yes. And also, as well... The movie's colour palette is going to give you seasonal effect disorder if you've not got the lamp on like I did yeah. during this one. It's blue, double D, double D. <laughs> it is. It's, yeah, it's blue. cold brown and blue, so mm. it is. Yes, please, dig in. So as soon as Edward Cullen, and these are the Cullens, they're a, a, a sort of foster family of fucking vampires. Yeah, and, and literally as well, because we find out that there is foster incest going on. Yes. And people are like, well, that's okay, isn't it? Because they're not related. And they're like, but they live together. I'm just saying the house has very little, if any, rules if that's going on. <laughs> the <laughs> council should be notified. Yes. There's a lot of facial expressions from the two leads in this <laughs> film. <laughs> oh, to say boy, the least. Sir. <laughs> And it's not a one-way street, as some people might say, but, I mean, Kristen Stewart does the kind of lip-biting, heavy-breathing... I was amazed she had any lip left at the end of this movie. She was making a three-course meal over, Sam. I wondered whether she was a vampire for her own lip. (laughs) Like, she was just trying to, like... That's how vampires start off. They get a taste for the blood by oh. sucking on their own lip cuts. And I love as well that Bella, the kind of outcast, mm. who seems to radiate, oh, I don't really fit in anywhere. Well, like, I wouldn't fit in anywhere as well if immediately the group of people who've embraced me in spite of all the tropes of high school, you immediately gave the cold shoulder to them. And you're yeah. like, oh, who are these cool older dudes <sighs> instead? She wants to jettison these normies so fast it yeah. made my hat spin but as i said it's not a one-way street because that's how she looks when edward walks into the lunch hall but when she walks into class edward looks like he's shat his pants like he fully looks he like he's, he's bricked like it's a real look of like, his like, eyes <laughs> grow so big you know that they're locating the nearest exit with which he can make small but steady steps too he yes. He, he in this movie made me think so many times that he was like resenting the success of the movie and was giving these absurd performances like right. with his face mm. but it's like at this point you know you know he was even though he was an actor at this point he'd been in stuff but yeah this is before the explosion and you know every single detail of his life was going to be put on the gossip rags etc so mm. like i can only think that this is the performance that the director and the actors believed was appropriate and i figured it was either these eyes these shit in the pants looks or narration it was kind of like a blade runner situation we had going on we should have had that with harrison shouldn't we yes said the narration instead of us having to piece it all together he should have given us those big edward <laughs> cullen eyes every time he solved a crime he should have done there was some quite style i mean throughout this whole film there's some stylized direction choices i can't remember which ones stood out to me here but i I was worried that it genuinely felt like i'd stumbled upon like a parody edit of twilight rather than twilight at some points it's slow than fast in terms of its cuts and edits and it is not a consistently presented film i think it's fair to say yeah there's a real mix of you know little direction tricks going on to spice it up did you notice when edward cullen took his seat that behind him 
there were the wings <laughs> of an owl <laughs> that made him look like the world's shittest angel. Yeah. Imagine if an angel came down from heaven and it had them little fucking vestigial, I've used the word vestigial twice in this mm. podcast now, but they're too small. Yeah, he's not an angel, he's a vampire. No, but there's immediately a tension. I don't, it, it's meant to read as sexual, but it's there's something there going on with them. And I know, I can't empathize because usually when there's sexual tension, my first thought, like Bella's, is oh shit, do I smell? Because <laughs> she's like straight away, like, what, what's, what's going on here? Yeah, Have I got the funk. Did I not shower after Phoenix? Did I not take into account the inclement weather and the humidity of Washington State into my wash cycle? So so intense is Bella's lip biting that when she's on the phone to her mom and her mom is asking about like hot guys at school, she does the lip Ooh. bite over the phone. And I assume it is audible. Like I think she knows that that's you'll be able to hit that. You know, that noise. Ah, that's where those Freud-based mother fetishes come from, Arizzi. You shouldn't accidentally talk to your mum about a vampire you mm. fancy. You'll end up fancying the undead or your own mother. That's terrible. Yes. But old sexy Edward, he's stopped showing up for school. He's just... He looked like he shat his pants and they never showed up again. Now, something about Bella during all this time as well, even though she's been enraptured by, assumedly, the smell and the sight of Edward Cullen, the vampire. Yes. She's been courted by all the dinks. Every single swinging dick yeah. is coming up to her and being like, hey, you want to watch Cowboy Bebop with me later on? <laughs> Shut up, you mortal fool. I love Edward Cullen already. I've bitten my lip to pieces looking at him. He's beautiful. I love him. I hope he comes back. Guys, read the room. She's mm. not going to take part in your stupid fucking student newspaper. She's trying to land a vampire for prom. Fuck off, you fucking nerd. But Edward does return after a few days. And now he's all chatty. He, you know, he's willing to have a little chat. Do you reckon it was the allure of the golden onion that brought well, him back around? He wanted yeah. to work with his lab partner. He wanted to seal the deal with, quite frankly, an excellent bit of pedagogy right there. Yes. I, I mean, I was craving the golden onion. I wanted to win the golden onion when I saw that golden onion. Yum. He said he was gone for personal reasons, which I... I don't know if vampires eat, like, black pudding to kind of top themselves up, but I, I would imagine, like, he had to go in, like, have a little... Like, you know, like, to top up his blood levels. If eating a lot of black pudding makes you a vampire, then yeah. all I can say is... <laughs> <"Bleh."> <laughs> Ah! Now, I think that this man may have a secret, Sam. I think there's more to him than meets the eye. Notice how he disappeared for days at a time and came back in a completely different mood. Yeah. I have a funny feeling this man's been prowling the streets of Gotham City, getting all the baddies, and now he's come back after a job well done and the Joker safely behind bars with yes. the rest of the pedophiles in Arkham Asylum. <laughs> I, I was yeah. reading a little bit into his performance here, and I saw a bit of Michael Sarah here. Did I did I make that up in my head? There's a little bit. And there's a bit of a that. Little bit season three of Arrested Development. Michael Sarah, I thought here, sure, grown up a little bit too much to still pull it off. I mean, I felt like these two had gone to the LA Noir school of facial expressions because, like, they're. <laughs> laying it on pretty thick in terms of what they're feeling in the way they're looking at each other. And I will say this as someone who has taught biology to a university level, mm. no one, and I mean no one, has ever bitten their lips seductively while correctly identifying the telophase of mitosis. It is an entirely unsexual bit of biology that can't help but suck out any bit of intrigue from those who come near it. So dream on, authors yes. and filmmakers, is all <laughs> I'll say. 
Kevin, they won the golden onion. You know, it's that's not mentioned explicitly, but they're carrying the fucking onion as they as they go away. So they're they're obviously what very talented. What would you do with the golden onion in that situation? Because you can't just cook it, can you? Make a bajie? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I I'd, I'd let that. I mean, is it just an onion spread? Is it what is it? Is it just an onion spread gold? I don't know. How well funded are these skills? I mean, when I put in a requisition form for a solid gold onion, it was yeah. frankly rebuffed and not very politely. I'd put it on my shelf and let it go bad over time is what I would do with it. And uh, yeah. the, the stink I, would I'd permit. plant it and see if it would yield further golden onions. Well, yes, but you're an entrepreneur, as we know. So, I am. Yes. I'm an entrepreneur, that's all I can say. Mm. I think he's been reading those ancient vampiric texts, you know, the ones that state, treat them mean to keep them keen. <laughs> he's been a bit, of a bit of a bollocks, you know, playing hot and cold here. He is, and his eyes are playing hot and cold because they're all different colours than that, and she's noticed that. <gasps> she's like, have you... Did you get contacts? No, he didn't get contacts. He got context that he is a vampire, and that's uh-huh. you. No, you got he did right. Let me. He uh, didn't try he, it again. Sam. Right, he didn't get contacts. You mm-hmm. got context. He's a vampire. Good night. Thank you. That's, there you go. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. That's what's happening right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I couldn't help but laugh <laughs> at the thought of a long discussion amongst the top brass at the picture house of yes. what car the vampires would drive because their little silver car for whatever reason does scream vampire car to me yeah it's a funny choice i, I, I can't work it out like it's it's not completely laughable but i think that's what makes it funnier is that it's just a like a, a all right car it's just a like i think reasonable the, the, car. the story is is that if you are a vampire and you live mm. a very very long time you are going to end up buying something that's economical aren't you you're yeah, going to yeah, buy something yeah. that's well reviewed by which magazine you know as opposed exactly. to what was tearing up the track on top gear this week on bbc nine now hold on which magazine is for a different group of uh, supernatural beings kevin these are, vamp- oh, these are vampires oh, of course so uh, and all of the products have been tested by their coven of experts before <laughs> every magazine comes out and you can see them on the front coven um that that doesn't work so Be- bella i i feel like there's been a or or lighthearted pun making has had a combative element introduced into it since the pre-swirl. I feel now we're weaponizing our yeah. puns against each other. <laughs> this is what I've wanted all along. Bella in the parking lot nearly gets crushed by a car slipping on some ice. She's nearly squished between two cars, but Edwards, quick as a flash, jumps mm. in and stops a car with his bare fucking hands. What a what a legend. Quick as a bat, Sam. That's what yeah. I was thinking here. Yes. Also, who the fuck brings a nondescript van to school? I know. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with American kids fucking driving themselves to school. It's silly. Walk, you fucking weirdo. Um, you don't need a van. So, Edward Cullen's dad, Carlisle Cullen. I think that's his name, isn't it? His name's Carlisle. Carlisle Cullen. There's something about him. He's like the head of the vampire's kind of foster family and yes. we don't get hardly anything about him other than he's just the, the assumedly the eldest and the kind of guy who's trying to teach them all to walk this slightly different vampire path spoilers for act two and three of the movie yeah but because he had this kind of jewel wielding of trying to look like a nice genuine caring guy but you also knew that he was an undead ghoul who wanted to drink your blood yeah. and 
shockingly, he was in a position of power. He really reminded me of David Cameron. Like, you know, early yeah, David yeah. Cameron. You know, him in Alaska with a puppy, David Cameron. You know, hug mm. a hoodie, David Cameron. Yeah, yeah. That we had that going for it. But I thought they missed a trick because I thought they could have called him. Hang on now here. I thought they could have, because he's a doctor, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's a vampire as well. Yeah, so yeah. Um, hang on here now. Um, Dr. Dracula. Here's Dr. <laughs> Dracula now, huh? Here, Dr. Doctor, you're Dracula, so you are, huh? Yes. Come on now. Yeah. I thought they could have had a bit of fun with that, but, you know, whatever. In terms of how Carlisle looks, he's got the pale face thing going even stronger than everyone else. Like, he kind of... He's contoured. Yeah. He looked a bit like... This is a niche reference, but Dr. Christian from Embarrassing Bodies had had the thing that happened to the Joker happen to him, you know? That's, That's what he looked like to me. But I, Sam, I don't know. Are you telling me there's a vampire joker out there? Because <laughs> Batman needs to get a shitload of garlic if that's the case. Because then he he might become vampire Batman. We can't have that. Outside of a comic special, we certainly can't have that. Even a made-for-DVD movie, that wouldn't work. And you know what? These vampires, even though they're meant to be nice, they're kind of scary because they're utilising all the modern tools of the trade. Who needs vampiric glamouring when you've got good old-fashioned gaslighting? Yeah. He's like, your hand's cold. No, it's not. You were there immediately. No, it wasn't. What? Yeah, and some of you at home might be wondering, like, what, what gaslighting? I've heard this term a lot. Mm. I learned about it from Married at First Sight Australia. And gaslighting means when someone disagrees with you. <laughs> That's all it is in an argument. Like, <laughs> I did think when I watched this, it was almost quite jarring and strange to see just some, like, stock standard straightforward gaslighting happened and no one be like that's gaslighting gaslighting. no this fancy multi-layered tiktok gaslighting no good old-fashioned pre-app pre-smartphone gaslighting i think this was the last time you could do that you know so and still be the protagonist in the (laughs) yes you hit your head you're confused no i'm not yes you are goodbye and now i'm gonna freddy krueger your ass (laughs) I think that is quite strong to come on, to go from hot, cold, a little bit of gaslighting, and now Mm. I will enter your dreams. Yes. Quite spooky stuff going on there. But you know what? I don't think Bella minds it. I don't think she minds having the Edward Cullen dreams. I just kind of feel like if there's anyone out there and you're thinking, Shrine was struggling to get an old age in high school. Mm. Well, sure, no wonder. What could you do? Take her bowling? This lad's in her dreams. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) You're in her DMs. I'm in her dreams. He's 90 years old. (laughs) He's 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 read the game like four times. I I mean, there is a situation where one of these poor dork lads who welcomed her to the school is like, asking her to prom and the sound of him asking her out is literally just drowned out (laughs) shut up (laughs) just drowned out by her looking at edward like he just his face gets all blurred out the sound lowers as she just sees edward and focuses on him it's very funny you just need to give me like one little bit where that guy's like either just a bit much or mm. like a jerk in some way, or just like you know, immature. You know, so, some way where it doesn't feel <laughs> so rude yeah. all the time. Uh, poor lad. I, I mean, Ed was hot and cold, as you mentioned, and he's all grumpy and being like, it, "It would be better if we weren't friends." What a jerk! But he's obviously we sort of know he's trying to 
protect her from himself because he's a bloodthirsty vampire boy. Oh man, this thing really grabbed me the wrong way because yeah. there he is in school on the field trip, going hot, going cold, talking about protecting her, talking about how they can't be together and then mm. only they can be together and no one else. I just wrote down here, Edward Cullen, the student teacher, is getting far too close for comfort because <laughs> they're looking old and saying all this yeah, shit as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. You know? You fucking piece of shit. If you were smart, you'd stay away from me as a fucking horrible <laughs> sentence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. He's it on you. 90 years old. <laughs> <laughs> the crew are all going surfing. Yeah, let's go to La Push, baby. This is the last film I would have ever have expected some surfing in. So I was very surprised to see the crew go down to well they go down to like so jacob's like is he native american i think right they've kind of strongly implied that he is part of a, a native american heritage yeah. but they didn't outright state it and i've not googled either okay because there's stuff about like the reservation and they're on the reservation and there's he says the cullens don't come here and i don't mm. i don't know how like well yeah so there's there's that kind of going on that they can't come to that place and one of vampires hate salt water and whales as well (laughs) yes one of jacob's friends says the cullens don't come here and then later on bella's talking to jacob she's like what did your friend mean the cullens don't come here and he says oh you caught that did you what you mean the fucking line in the film that was said out loud to her yes yes we all we all caught (laughs) it which confirms the reality that the cullens were not (laughs) in fact there as well yeah Oh, caught that, did you? So his gaslighting's not working on you, is that it? Does he need to step it up a little bit, a little bit more gas, is that it? <laughs> Whereas, so this Jacob lad, a bit more on the nose, being like, hey, my, you know, historically, there's stuff about us being descended from wolves or whatever. And you the Cullens, fucking blowhards. The Cullens are like an enemy group, but there was a treaty, and they we're all keeping it a secret. So he's he's basically kind of giving the game away, but not not quite here. He's just sort of putting putting stuff out there. There was something so funny about the flashback they used to be like they were enemies, and it's them all dressed up like they're in Peaky Blinders, and they're like you know, <laughs> eating the deer, or, yeah, like you know. <laughs> um, Kevin, there's other like naughty vampires going around. So we did see yeah, some. Yeah, we we copy this earlier. A bit of classic Buffy. Yeah. where when vampires attack someone and they all just kind of punch in all directions and the mm. guy goes, you know, that's that's classic vampirism right there, folks. Yeah, so we see a little flash of that. Bella starts looking up Jacob's group. Oh, but Sam, look, if you're going to give me a montage about mm. someone who's doing academic research and trying to do a deep dive here... Bella is an intellectual. She was straight on Google Books. She yes. ignored the ads. She went right yeah. into the heart of academia. I like that this has a... The fiction of Twilight has a fake PayPal called Buy Guy. I like that. I saw the, the little <laughs> that's thing. That's way better. Yeah, that's cute. I'd feel better about using Buy Guy than PayPal. Yes, but she, I, she's not bought it online. She's reserved it online to go and pick up in, in the bookstore. It's 2008. <laughs> She's reserved her book, but she does have an important 
date with her girlfriends first that she has to go on. They're all going to go down dress shopping for yes. the prom. prom. And Bella, the intellectual, who is so smart she can't realize how aggressively rude she is as her two friends are like, how about this dress? And she's like, this petty fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. You want to fucking kill both? And no, no, it's, I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, you're not having a good time. She's like, no, I don't, well... I don't like you and I hate your fucking dresses and prom is fucking lame and I'm going to go get my book anyway, so goodbye. And they're just like, we love you, Bella, bye. (laughs) They're like, like, oh my God, Bella is so interesting. Ah! Um, so she goes to pick up the book, but the bookshop happens to be down a dark, misty alleyway. So on the Uh way back out, there's some horrible jerk men hanging out and approaching her and getting all like, gross like hey come back with us uh they said comments like yeah we saw you at the dress store specifically not buying dresses i'm assuming <laughs> yeah. so like i don't, don't quite like seeing a lady in jeans in a dress <laughs> store it really drives me wild and wouldn't you know it edward comes sw- swerving around the corner in his nice little car in his reasonably priced motor it was so hard not to say that it was the batmobile at yeah. this point <laughs> Because I will say, an earlier scene, she did confront him about his supernatural adjacent seeming powers that she's piecing mm. together. And he's like, well, what do you think? She's like, well, I'm thinking radioactive spider or kryptonite. Uh. Specifically not saying dead parents and billions <laughs> in money, you know? So yeah. she wasn't ruling it out. No, but Edward, much like Batman, doesn't kill any of these Bellends. He just sort of nearly runs them over and then Fast and the Furious is his way out. And nearly kills her by not wearing his seatbelt. And he's yeah. like, oh, seatbelt? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you better wear yours. And like, look, if there was a crash, mm. reasonably priced, safe, small, one liter engine car as it was, he'd be knocking around the place like a fucking sledgehammer. Like, yeah. seriously, you think Flubber was bad? Wait till you oh, see I an mean, 18 car pile up in Washington State is all yes. I'm saying. So strap up, Mr. Immortal. Now, <laughs> our core duo of Bella and Edwards, they go to dinner, don't they? And they meet back Ooh. up again with those friends who have been, like, sick to death looking for Bella, being like, where were you? We were worried about you. And... Shut up, losers. <laughs> She's like, I- I'm when, with Edward. Why don't you go buy a fucking dress, you normies? Edwards takes her for dinner, but doesn't eat anything, because of course he doesn't eat anything. Ah! Ah! That's serial killer behaviour. The only thing worse than having to dine on your own in a restaurant is dining with someone who isn't going yeah. to eat. And I will say, the dining on your own thing is, I know it's not a bad thing and you should be able to do it. I've heard people complain to me that if you try and book a restaurant online and you try to put in one person, they won't let you book it. But there's that episode of Frasier where he does it and he's really sad. And I've carried that with me my whole Mm. life and I'm scared of eating on my own. One time I was in McDonald's and I ordered my McDonald's after my brother and he got his and he was hungry. So he went and he sat on his own. I turned around and I saw him eating on his own and it made me really sad. And by the time I got there, he had finished. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's fine it's it's fine it is actually fine so you should you can you can do it's it. fine the clues are coming here together now hang on this guy's hands are cold 
Hang yeah. on, this guy can read my mind? Hang on, this guy won't eat mushroom risotto? I mean, that's the trifecta of vampiric behavior patterns right there, Sam. Yes, I mean, she, she's looking for answers here. She's asking questions, and he's being a bit aloof and sarcastic. Up until she gets up to leave, and he's like, okay, I'll, I'll talk to you about it. I think that's because he only has vampire money, and he wasn't expecting her to go. Like, if it... <laughs> <laughs> Are they like Scottish notes down yeah, in, like, in England? Well, they won't take them. Uh. Hey, hold on. Someone needs to get the bill. Stay. I'll, I'll tell you all about the fact that I can read minds. He can read everyone's minds. Apart from Bella's. And he's pointing at everyone and going, money, sex, money, sex, cat. And there's a guy going, uh, thinking about his cat. And then also he points back at that guy. How much goes, money it's going to oh, cost no. to have sex with this? Like, ah, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> But yeah, he's, he's, he's revealed that he's at least a mind reader, if not full vampire. I, or I was going to say, or at least full of shit, because I well, figured yeah. I could sit at a restaurant and go, Money, money sex, sex, sex money, money for sex, <laughs> sex for money, sexy money, moneyed sex. And everyone would be like, my God, this mind reader will be the undoing of us all in the restaurant. On the way back home, the police are about. They've found that... Uh, Loud on a boat. Oh, are they now? <laughs> they are. Sorry, the last case he got to the bottom of was a case of cold <laughs> beers and the Mariners on the TV screen. Yes, the guy on the boat, dead from animal attack, in inverted commas here. But they go into the, you know, police stations, have a little chat, and Bella puts two and two together at this point about Edward. Puzzle pieces fall into place here. He's an umpire, is what he is. She's she's realised it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was that big chair that he was sitting on above His everyone love else. Of bats. Yeah, exactly. But she's she thinks she's figured it out. Um, I also noted here, and this seemed important to me at the time, that uh, she's got the sexy black plastic MacBook from the mid two thousands that I. Uh, the, not, not the white one, the shiny black one. I believe that one comes with a free matching skull scarf, I believe. <laughs> yes. I don't think I've seen anyone use that without having that as no. well. Look, there are certain warning signals you should keep your ears open for throughout mm. your life. And the phrase, I've been 17 for a long time, is right at the top of that list. Yeah. What the hell, man? What, what was the thing from earlier? If, you, if you're smart, you'd stay away from me. If you get that coupled with, I've been 17 for a long time, r- just run away. Right, just run. Start running. Run. Notify an adult, preferably one that's not been 17 for a very long time. <laughs> And the, the, so there's like kind of like a confrontation here. Man, this is where the movie, like, it gets a fucking a rocket fuel powered jet engine strapped to it in this big Yeah. Game. I remember the first time I watched this movie, I'm like, this is just like going to be a really slow, drawn out, are you, are you not, are you? And then like it'll end with them being like, I'm a vampire, now kiss me, baby. Hooray. But instead, it's like, what are you? Say it. Say a it. vampire. And then he's like, ah! And he does all this vampire shit. He's like, I'm so fucking scary. And she's like, well, I'm not afraid. He's like, good. I hate scared dinner. It makes me feel weird. Ah. Uh, And then, Kevin. Come see me in the sun. (laughs) The bit where he gives her a fucking supersonic piggyback looks so funny. Like, that is hilarious. It is. The little, oh, scampering up the mountain. 
it literally reminds me like back in the day where they would fast forward footage to make it look more kind of yeah. impactful or whatever it was yeah Boy, he keystone copped right up that mountain with her on his back and when she does see him in the sun and he's all sparkly and she's like you're you're beautiful he gets all like don't look at me no he gets all, he gets all like weird and arrogant it's like i'm designed to kill i'm a fucking machine i love human blood i want to suck your fucking blood he's i all... smell nice <laughs> Look, I feel Edward should know at this point, sparkly may be an affliction to you at certain points in life, but fashion is cyclical, isn't it? Mm. And sure, it'll be all the talk of the festivals looking like that in the sunlight, won't it? Well, yes, he all will. All sparkly. Yeah. Not people who pay a lot of money and ingest a lot of microplastic to look that sparkly. <laughs> people shouldn't do blow bricks out in Glastonbury to look that sparkly. Come on. They absolutely would. But she, she trusts him. She likes him. And Edward's like, Hey, my family only hunts animals, so we're kind of like vegetarians, right? Oh, sorry. Okay, this this but line you I have are... absolute huge issue with. Vegetarians, because Eat we animals. only drink the blood of animals. Look, during that period before I became a vegan in Glasgow and I was eating exclusively haggis and black pudding, I yeah. would not even remotely refer to that as my vegetarian phase. No, but I also wouldn't just... You, you probably wouldn't have described someone as your own personal brand of heroin either, would you? Because that's how he describes Bella. How many young women in the naughty Sam wished that they were told that they were a boy's personal brand of heroin when the strongest drug they had was a tango ice blast <laughs> of the Odeon? I mean, you could just sit and wait and wonder as a lady back in those days. I've described someone as my own personal flavour of Tango Ice Blast, but that didn't that's, come across as well. Achievable. You know, yeah. No, that's, um, no. I mean, he did have one line that made me laugh extremely hard, which was, yeah. as if you could outrun me. <laughs> It's like, so, I mean, he's he's like 110 or whatever he fucking is, but he's, he is also a little teenage boy because he's like, I'm so fast. I know. I, I love that. It's like, I've told the girl I like her. Look how fast I could run. <laughs> look, I can do chin-ups. <laughs> look, look, look. I know all of the episode titles of Cowboy Bebop. I don't even have to look at the case. Which one do you want to watch? I'll know the number. I'll know it. You will never win. <laughs> <laughs> I've thrown a kettle over a pub. Um, they're, <laughs> they're in love. But I don't, I, don't, I don't blame him here, though, Sam, because no. personally, I do my best monologuing in trees. I'm an arboreal monologuer. Yeah. A man after my own heart is Edward Cullen here, compelled to tell her things that he's feeling up a tree. I've got a question. It's a real shame that I'm asking this. Does his dick sparkle as well? Like, would that... Presumably all of him sparkles. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I would Fair think enough. so. Yeah. I would think that's going to make for... I mean, do you think he sparkles on the inside, though? Or is that just an epidermis thing? Uh, Sparkly small intestines, like... Because you imagine that's going to no. be awful gas. Yeah, awful I reckon gas, just a- external sparkle for him. And th- look, they're, they're now presenting themselves at school as sort of boyfriend and girlfriend, right? They're kind of coming in... Yes. ...together. They are wow. unconditionally and irrevocably in love. Just like that song. Unconditionally and irrevocably in love. Yes. On the sparkling thing. Yeah. Because like, I think this movie was given the three-word review by most boys I knew back in the day, which was fucking sparkly vampires. Yeah, which yeah. is like, fair. It is certainly a very noteworthy thing up there mm. with personal brands of heroin. There's an idea. Someone should yeah. run that up the pipeline. That'd be very popular. But how did that come about, do you think? The sparkly Because it's thing. not really expanded upon much here. We just kind no. of... Oh, it's a thing, just so you know. 
Does it mean you'll die? No. Does it no, just... Does it hurt? I'm not going to talk about it. It has very little yeah. impact on the actual movie itself. But why? I was going to say it's toyetic, but I don't think it is toyetic. It, it's uh, it's just an extra little feature of Edward, right? I, I am got... going to quickly Google. I don't like to Google mid-podcast, but I'm going to quickly Google sure. Sparkly Twilight Toys and see if okay. anything was produced. Because I think that is... That's the best explanation I can think of. No, that just brings up my little pony, Twilight Sparkle. So, uh, Oh, well. Oh, man. Search engine optimization of Twilight has fallen off in the last 12 years. Yeah, they fucked it. Should have kept it fucked up it, to man. date. You'll be glad of us doing this podcast. <laughs> You'll be glad. Keeping you relevant, mate. <laughs> Edward was dying of Spanish flu in 1918. So that's how long he's been about. Do you reckon part of the COVID inquiry, we should do a quick census of vampires? Because I feel like yeah. a few could... S- I'm not saying I don't want any vampires in the country. I just would sure. like to know roughly how many there are. Because I feel like... With Spanish flu, record keeping, maybe it was a bit haphazard. I figure a few would slip in. Yeah, no yeah. one Boris Johnson's Tory government. Well, it, quite. A few would have slipped in. Yes. And a few of them would have gotten peerages as well. I don't doubt it. Lifetime peerages for the immortal. Get rid of it, Keir. Come on, man. Let's get around the table. Make the pledge. He, he, <laughs> now that Edward's like told her he's a vampire and they're like boyfriend and girlfriend, he keeps being like... I really want to fucking drink your blood. I'd like proper love to. You'd, like you'd be so fucking. T- I'm like, get mate, give it a give it a rest, would you, please? That's a bit well, much. He, he described his lifestyle as yeah. being quite a challenging one. He said it's like a human living on tofu, and as someone whose local Aldi has inexplicably been stocking tofu for the last three months, mm. what's your fucking problem, mate? Yeah, I mean, it's grand. You can fry it. It's tasty. His feelings about vegetarianism are all over the fucking shop like he's i i don't think yeah. he understands any of it he's just it's very 1918 isn't it all very like oh <laughs> yes. i'm a vegetarian i drink the blood of the animal you see <laughs> <laughs> the vampires have all sort of got powers because edward can read minds alice can read the future and mm. probably some of them can fly i don't know but he's just <laughs> he's he's chill just talking about vampire stuff now he's all really uh really open about it i mean it's the most interesting thing about him is that he is a vampire yeah you know yeah, yeah. she is dreadfully uncurious though isn't she because i'd be like where'd you come from who's the head vampire are you secretly controlling anything is it like cloudy are you here because it's cloudy and you're all right unless it's really sunny and like if you sparkle for ages do you die she doesn't care at all she's too lost in his eyes she's in love kevin and their teenagers apart from the fact that he's from 1918 so you can't really that's argue the closest with that. thing to him being a teenager is that he is from 1918 18, which that's has the teen. only yeah teen you see the word teen twice there that's as close as he gets to be to an actual teenager yes she gets invited around to the house oh it's a hitman level this cullen compound it doesn't look like what you think a vampire house is gonna look like it looks like a, like a top tier high-end center parks lodge like the like ma- like so like the most expensive thing at center parks is what it looks like so. like the one they save for the vampires in nottingham yeah, forest yeah. is what yes. you're saying 
Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, they're like, you've given us an excuse to use the kitchen for the first time. That's a good goof because they're vampires and they don't eat. That's a bit of fun. Okay, but let me break it down for you here now. My issues with this. A, am I right in assuming that vampires wouldn't season their food? I just figured that's going to be an obvious issue right uh, out the yeah. gate. Yeah. Okay. Like, also, they go to great pains to note to us that we don't have beds in our bedrooms. We, we don't even call them bedrooms because we never sleep. Mm. Why would you get rid of the beds in your bedroom but still have quite a roomy kitchen? Quite a roomy yeah. kitchen indeed. I suppose it's not to arouse too much suspicion because if someone comes round, they're going to see the kitchen. They're not going to see the bedrooms. You know, they're not going to... They, they gave me kind of like mormon vibes or whatever it was yeah. where they're like we're just like you even though we were kind of very different at a fundamental level yeah. <laughs> and uh, rosalie i say this with all sincerity what's your damage yeah mm. she's breaking bowls being mean did she get the memo vampire mate you know i mean there's the lad who's like new to it and looked the whole time like he's shit himself like there's one guy i can't remember what it's jasper i think his name is jasper he's like he's kind of borderline isn't he yeah he just like really looks like he's doing a shit the whole time but like a really bad painful shit but he's trying not to let off and alice just seems nice yeah she's just nice yeah she's fine yeah. yeah but i would say if you're bringing around the human jasper why don't you go down why don't you go down to the b and q and get us those bits that we needed nice big long job for you there now jasper yeah yeah be all right okay go away go away now jasper go away our cute couple listened to debussy's debuss debut 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 is that music is it yes Claire Deloon, a.k.a. the music from Moon, the anti-RPG. Sorry, boring music people. I'm just using it as fuel for my video game addiction. And also as well, he has an awful lot of music. Yeah. You have an awful lot of music. When were you born, Arr. Sam Chaplin? 19... I mean, nine, oh, uh, oh, no. I, uh, well, yeah, uh, you see... Um, you yeah. gotta wait and spring your trap and that's how i know he's a vampire now i'm a vampire they're flying through the trees because he's he's like hey look at this shit and he can just like jump around trees and i shit. think he just was really contriving an excuse to call her spider monkey which yeah. is his pet name for her he thinks better that's hold cute. on tight spider monkey imagine uh, that a 90 year old man going hey, hold on tight spider monkey <laughs> Now, Kevin, if you're a vampire and you're alive forever, I suppose you would learn piano and indeed all other skills. Because skills you can just learn. So I reckon Edward Cullen can juggle. He can do that fucking yeah. Di Diablo thing. And I reckon he could do a kickflip. Oh, I was going to say, I reckon he could do uh, finger skateboard tricks as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Tony Hawk a vampire is my next question. We already know that Bob Burnquist is, but is Tony Hawk? No, 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 no. I know why Tony Hawk isn't a vampire i have okay. conclusive evidence because when tony hawk gets up high in the sky and does the 720 when you spin around like that as a vampire you turn into a bat you can't stop that oh yeah and he, yeah, is, yeah. he doesn't so i just think he's a billionaire yes yeah yeah sorry wait no i'm talking about tony hawk air and ride came out he's a millionaire, <laughs> a millionaire. <laughs> yes <laughs> sorry tony 
you made some mistakes. Yeah. It's okay. No, but you're still doing all right, Tony. Edward Cullen gets away with a lot because he's attractive. Because saying things like, I like watching you sleep, it's kind of fascinating to me. And also, he makes her watch him play piano. Where it's yeah. like, at least when some fucker corners you with a guitar at a party, you can move to a different room. He's brought her into that room. Yeah. He's brought her into the piano nook. Mm. There's no escape in the nook. No. But she's into it. And like, they're nearly kissing. They're oh. nearly... And then he's start- like, what the fuck is wrong with your lips? You've been compulsively <laughs> chewing them your entire teen years well they nearly get into frisky business but then he kind of pushes himself away because we all know what's going to happen if he gets horny he's gonna bite and get all that blood and he wants he's gonna eat all the so he pushes himself away because he can't it's too powerful how do they never at any point address here your dad's like seemingly the only doctor in all of four (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what is he like slipping a few bags of blood out of the old hospital out of the old oh, yeah. drain a few uh homeless corpses that come in no one's Probably. gonna know this yeah i'm just saying you know just saying i've got another bad question as well as the dick being sparkly is it cold oh yeah cold todger but i think see i've seen enough of of movies and tv and read mm. books that have went into the biology of vampires sure and they they don't have a heartbeat so my assumption is is that he is in a state of semi arousal at all times because no blood flow no, no. increase in turgidity yeah. i think he's got a cold semi all the time wow that's my thinking and it, if it's sunny it'll be sparkly as well so. yeah well with the single glazing here i'm living in a cold semi all the time <laughs> I, li- I live in a terraced house that's not it's not <laughs> not true no but, Sa- sam's penis is not detached from his no, body that's no. not what he meant to imply there those of you at home are filling in blanks yes you shouldn't be doing not for want of trying so edwards meets bella's dad and he puts gloves on so that old chief fork can't feel the cold hand which is smart oh um, smart smart and he's like oh mr mr chief bella's dad we're all going down to play baseball at the field and he's like you i i what? imagine you might want to solve those two unsolved murders uh you know two you got two bodies on you all right swan yeah. figure it out two bodies in the morgue more interested in the mystery of bella playing baseball Okay, and uh, off off they go. Don't worry about your daughter's cold affections. Worry about your cold case. Yes, yeah? <laughs> it grows ever colder, Chief Swan. We get the we get the song. We get that. Elliot Smith. Here we go. <laughs> Vampire baseball. <laughs> They're playing vampire baseball. Yeah, and this is basically what baseball would be if they let the athletes take all the performance enhancing drugs they want yes. to. <laughs> <laughs> They're just little dorks showing off their big powers, which is quite sweet in a way. They're like, I can hit the ball really hard. I can run really fast. I'm here too. I'm a hundred. I'm old. Yeah, all right. And also, proving that it's something of a trend amongst the vampiric cult, she mm. refer, I think Alice refers to someone as her monkey man. There's a lot right. of monkey business going on with these cold ones. 
Yeah. Do you reckon they've eaten monkey? They eat animals. They had a little go I on mean, a monkey. I would say so. I yeah. don't think they do now, but I think back in the 40s, you know, blind eyes were being turned. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> There's a war going on. Eat as many monkeys as you like. Eat for Britain. Do you think for vampires, monkey blood is like closer to human blood so it's tastier yeah i imagine if they if they ate monkey it'd be like an impossible burger type of a thing yeah, for us yeah you yeah. know yeah it's, it's close it's enough near. yeah but surprisingly nearly as bad in other ways <laughs> and it's all it's literally all fun and games until the bad vampires show up there's a crew of bad vampires sam how were you able to tell that these were the bad vampires were there any maybe slight musical cues that gave them away well you, you tell me kevin well they did literally come out to <laughs> and this went on like yeah. on and on like we had four minutes of lightning based <laughs> guitar riffs <laughs> these are bad hombres folks is all i can yeah. say you know but in fairness, when you've got all the Elliot Smith discography and you've got his whole album of, of electric guitar solos, you're going to want to use it all, you know? That's why you buy the rights. Much like yeah, if you yeah. get an animal, you use every bit of it, you know? Yeah. No waste. So the Flying V Elliot Smith era was represented here. It's a real dangerous situation, though, because obviously Bella stinks of human. Yeah. These vampires are going to sense that. And uh, one of them does. Bella, you have to emigrate now. I'm sorry. You have to go to Vancouver. This Off is the way go. it is. I'm sorry. Yeah. Bye. Sorry. They've had a little sniff and they now know that you are human. Here, have you been to Fork, guys? There's literally 3,001 <laughs> people living there. But Bella's special for some reason. There's something special about her and we don't know what it is, but... The, I'm sure it will come up as to what her fucking deal is. But she, 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 there's like a vampire car chase a little bit, but Bella has to get home, say to her dad, I want to leave town. <gasps> I don't like this bit. This bit made me sad. It feels like there's a, this film crowbars in an unnecessary, like, I have to, but you know, like cruel to be kind to get someone to go away for the right reasons thing. Yeah, but it's like, it's, you don't, don't need, need to. Do it. You, you, no. What's he going to do? Fucking kill a coven of vampires no and here's the thing as well as they go to great lengths to be like look they're not the closest father and daughter in the world but that's okay because they're both kind of like borderline misanthropic they like to be alone yeah and they understand that about each other and that's actually sure. really sweet and i think it's, it's nice that you can have a father-daughter relationship shown on screen that's not all like oh you know you have to be super fucking lovey-dovey close to prove it because not everyone's like that that's not no. everyone's speed but when she goes, what the fuck am I going to do here, you deadbeat, cock-sucking piece of shit? Eat steak and cobbler every night? You're probably going to fucking die. Go watch the baseball game. You're a fucking shit cop. I hope you never solve those murders. The Mariners are due a season, Bella, all right? They're due. And... He earned, he only has copper the once a week and he earns yeah. it because he, he works likes hard. It. It's, it's his favourite. Leave him alone. Oh, but look, it works. He sort of lets her go. He's a fucking king. He doesn't even shed a single tear. He's no. like, ah, he's <laughs> uh, like, fair enough. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> okay. He's like, my daughter just came back into my life. Oh, now she's went away forever. Easy come, easy go. Hey, there's a Mariners <laughs> oh, game oh. on. I like that the baddie vampire is called James, by the way. I think there's, there's something funny in that. James. James. They really try and put emphasis on it to make it seem scary. But yeah. I know simply too many lovely Jameses for a tour. It's too Sorry nice movie. of a name. Yeah, that's it, the it's thing. It's a nice name. Yes. You want him to be a baddie, 
Call him Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's some real Jimmy. bad Jimmies, but there's no bad James. Jimmy the Vampire. He sounds horrible. <laughs> James the Vampire. James the Vampire sounds like a vampire who would actually be vegetarian. James the yeah. Vampire is dead is what I'm saying. <laughs> but he's, he's tracking Bella and this leads us to big old vampire fight. We get it's good vampires versus James. It is shot very like a TV show, this bit. Like where yes. We have a lot of kind of Dutch tilts and kind yeah, of yeah. zoomy in and out bits. But once we get into a fight scene, it's straight up Buffy. You know, it's guys in bad hair pieces being thrown into very yeah, yeah. easily breakable bits of wood and glass and whatnot. Um, I think James quite quickly gets away, but Alice can see vision, future visions of James in a room full of mirrors that they establish... Oh. It's a ballet studio, but also, right, James, <laughs> this might be when I got tired, but James has got Bella's mum, or so we think. He's, he's like, oh, oh no. Um, and so off she goes to the ballet studio to find James because she's worried about her mum. And she's doing that whole, it's like... It's a recording. It's, it's a, a recording. recording. She's armed with pepper spray that her dad gave her. But what you want is garlic spray yeah. when you're dealing with vampires. Ooh, but obviously, yeah. I'd like that. Yeah. Hit up the dish right before you serve it. Even just some garlic-flavoured fry lights, just get that in a vampire's face, and they're, they're, they're fucked, and they're greasy. But she doesn't have that. The mum's not even there. It was just a video of when she was a child, which is even creepier for James to have than having her actual mum, to have, like, footage of her as a kid being like, I'm sad. <laughs> I feel there's, like, a deleted scene somewhere where James is like, here's the deal with me, and this is why I'm very particularly set up to do this cross-state, uh, high-stakes, yeah. peculiar... Look, look, the moral of the story is... If you're growing up and you smell, you're going to pay the price. Well, That's yeah. it. That's the moral of the story here. Now, I think James has got like a weird thing with video. You're like, I suppose if you're a vampire and you've been ar around for ages, like yeah, video is going to be... Yeah, I, I, well, I don't know. I think vampires are always ahead of the curb though, aren't they? So he's already pivoted into video in 2008. Like, yes. that's wild. Um, so he's now, as well as having footage of her as a child, being like, I... Oh, they're going to make fun of me, Mom. I suck at... Who's keeping that video where the kid's like... It's <laughs> really sad. Like, who's got that on video? Anyway. Jim, like... Jim, your daughter's having a breakdown. Quickly, you got to film this. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> um, James films like a gross little hostage video of her, which he seems to be kind of getting off on. She tries to get free with a pepper spray, but he starts, like, throwing her about. And then just fully fucking breaks her leg. Like, I didn't know it was oh, yeah. going to get to, like... <sighs> like, it's really, really bad. Ruins um, her jeans, which she has worn in every scene in the movie. So, like, yeah. that girl don't have pants anymore. That's no. just the reality of the situation. Who's yeah. going to buy her? Her deadbeat fucking dad? He'd probably blow it all on cobbler and steak. And given that Edward has the fucking be there immediately power... He's left it until after the leg break. I'll say that to show up. Yeah. I think there's a little bit of wanting to nurture that codependence there. I think he's got the Edward uh, system in effect oh here is God. what I think, yeah. you know? <laughs> but he's here, and he's here for a vampire fight again. James just about bites Bella, so he's done a, done a bite on her. But Edward's 
breaks it up. I don't really see what he does to James. I thought he bit out James's throat, but I don't think he does. He just kind of No, the other vampires him. take him away and they literally, it's its like a stage play. It's like, now yeah. we're going to take you off back and take your head off. No! Oh no, my head! <laughs> and it, they play like kind of like, yeah! vague sound effect to show that, yeah, he's, they had mentioned before that the only way to kill a vampire was to like, cut them up into bits and set all those bits on fire yeah which that's a fucking Oof. day and a half of a yeah. work job jesus it's a real commitment if you want to kill a vampire yeah bella is on the turn she's gonna become a vampire but they got <laughs> they got two options here. we have to stop this we have to stop this no matter what like edward does not want her to become a vampire no to the point where it became a bit suspicious sam and i don't know how you feel as a fellow homo sapien sapien about having our species be fetishized in such a way by a vampire because he's like oh no you want her as a vampire okay. yeah Fair. what's his Fair. What, what's going what is going on with that he wants the whole thing yeah. like i could I, I i think he wants to be the one to turn her into a vampire if, if she's ever going to be a vampire she don't want, you don't want fucking james to cook him <laughs> it's, it's, it's like if leonardo thing. dicaprio was confronted with the same thing he'd be like but i want him to keep being young yeah i don't understand <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll kill her now right yeah i mean i can i can get away with it yeah yeah go on leo yeah 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 maybe edward's a good guy he's like i want you to sort of get a bit closer to my age uh, that's i would like that to continue to happen which i think is acceptable please i, I don't think, know like, if there were if she was a vampire there'd have been no tension she they'd still be playing baseball is what i'm yeah. saying yeah 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 do you not want that you don't want her to be fully welcomed into the coven is that it the coven of vampires, that is. But our our options here are let her become a vampire or suck that venom out. And for some reason, only Edward can do that. And couldn't really remember why it's only him who can do that. But it's only him who can do it's that. It's only him. And he's like, it's only oh, him. I'm not going to be able to stop sucking. <laughs> like I'm going to keep. <laughs> I'm he gonna keep going. so much sam yeah it's ridiculous because he wants the taste of the blood and he's worried he's gonna kill her as he's doing the sucking bella goes all like cr like kind of cross-eyed is this meant to be like 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 pervy is this meant to be like a like a yeah sex thing of him sucking all the I mean, fucking blood out of her if you showed me this on its own i'd be like no no of course not but judging from the very silly cartoonish faces they have pulled throughout this i'm like oh yeah, yeah no, that's definitely what this is now yeah, yeah, yeah yes and you know he keeps sucking but eventually he does relent because we cut to her being alive later on in and a her, hospital in a hospital her mum's there edward's come up with a very smart alibi she fell down the fucking stairs <laughs> Yeah. Quite, quite a grim, grim alibi now I think about it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all that happened right here. You need to leave now as well, by the way. Here, by the time she sees that hospital bill, she'll want to be a vampire so she well. can live long enough to pay it off, am I right? <laughs> quite. And again, he's doing the thing of like, you've got to go to Jacksonville so I can't hurt you anymore. And she's like, I want you to hurt me. Let's be together forever. Yay. So, Aww. fine. Uh, and he's just like, oh yeah, okay. And Kevin, they go to prom and her legs in a cast but she's wearing a dress he's got his little suit on and weirdly that makes him look a lot younger like him wearing does, his little yeah. prom suit makes him look like a little boy i thought he'd show up dressed like peaky blinders again i mean <laughs> i don't know how fun a prom is when the first thing that happens when you walk in with your broken leg is the dude who nearly fucking chopped your head off with his out of control van dances mm. and grinds all over you where is what he should be in detention 
Yes, yeah, he, sh- he, sh- he there should have been more consequences for what he did. Jacob shows up and is like, "Hey, Bella, I'm I don't go to this fuck school, off, but Jacob. I but I'm time. still I'm <laughs> fuck off, Jacob. You'll be in the next film, presumably, from what I've pieced together. From yeah, when I hang out with the weird kids who are homeschooled. <laughs> and Edward does a little. I leave you alone for two minutes, and the wolves descend. Wink, wink. I'm like, okay, okay, Edward. Aliens. That's what's yes. going to be next, huh? <laughs> Aliens. And they do a nice little dance in this lovely lit bandstand outside. Did you have the subtitles on for this? I did have the subtitles on, yes. Did you get the lyrics of whatever the fuck this song was in the background? I didn't write them down, but they're all like... No. You're no, I was, I was, I you're was taken aback by... Bird. I, <laughs> you're in a cage. It's just like weird... Uh, there was some, the, whatever the lyrics were for this song when you see yeah. them like written like because if, if you're just listening to it in the background they're fine but uh, yeah. in fact hold on slow let me, dance music let me do some uh, mid-episode googling here flightless bird American mouth song by iron and wine so I mean the, the first the first lyric of the song is I was a quick wet boy diving too deep for co- <laughs> I mean it's just weren't we all then when the cops closed the fair, I cut my long baby hair, stole me a dog-eared map, and c- flightless bird, jealous weeping, American mouth, big bill looming, it's pissing on magazine photo. There's, you know, it's 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 got some weird lyrics. That song for a scene where it teenagers dancing. It's a bit of a, a prom. phrase salad. It seems uh, yeah. a little bit. It's all jumbled in there together. I was a slippy wet boy, or whatever it was, and that that's that's playing in the background. Anyway, they they have their nice little dance, and Bella's like, I, I want I want to be a vampire. Fucking bite me! Fucking bite me! She's so morose. She's like, I'm 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 seventeen. I'm I'm keep I'm gonna die any day now. <laughs> <laughs> been listening to too much Alex I Smith. feel yeah you you've been uh one week in a relationship and you're already you know egging them on to turn you yeah Play it fucking cool yeah no Chill. one no one wants to turn an eager human into a vampire it's always someone who's like well live or die I care not aha I'm a vampire tricked you I care loads <laughs> um, and he's like sort of playing along with it a little bit and he kind of, but he transitions a vampire bite into a sexy neck kiss. And you know what? Fair play, mate. You know what? Fair next, play. Next best thing, isn't it? Yeah. Next best thing. And we zoom out and see, I believe it's James's jilted, now alone lover, who yes. I'm pretty sure had one line of dialogue in the whole movie. <laughs> and it lingers on her just enough for you to go, oh, yeah. And then oh, the yeah. movie is over. It is the absolute most awful place to end a movie i know that the books all came out quite quickly together joe was telling me and the idea was that you were to binge the books almost like you read the next one and the next one i don't know if all the movies were lined up i know that there is one that was like split into parts or whatever but talk about confidence that you will be joining us again before twilight in the movie oh we're coming back we'll come back we'll explain who she is in case you have definitely forgotten but that was twilight yeah and they got the all the music is sung in that same way in this yeah, yeah, it's a bit of radio head at the own end. invisible yeah. style the credits are fucking weird by the way can i just say that the credits are weird they're like dvd menus aren't they yeah, they've yeah. got like kind of stuff <laughs> happening yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
a real uh, fan edit music video vibe just at the end, just to oh, like, yeah. throw you off and go, oh, okay, right, that's the end of the film. That was Twilight. Yeah. That was Twilight. Now, yeah. I feel it is very earnestly presented. I don't know if it's the type of movie that is like, oh, you've, you're, if you're seeing this, you're meant to have read the books and be such a fan that you're kind of filling in the blanks and you're almost on autopilot. Yeah. I was amazed at the extremely brisk pace at which they kind yeah. of glossed over most things to get to the juicy bits. I don't think it's a romantic movie. I will say that even... Uh casting my mind back to weird wrong teenage views of what romance is but that's that's my view and my opinion how did you get on with it i feel was it weird enough that it was entertaining for you was that what was entertaining you or was it the lip biting the, the silly cartoonish faces <laughs> something seems to have carried you through this movie you didn't have a bad time it feels like while kevin's been talking i've been biting my lip the whole time and trying to distract him with like, my so what carried me through initially was that it was daft and silly and it is that yes and seemingly a little bit knowingly so i don't think it's like super self-serious but honestly as it got through it i was just like oh okay yeah and you kind of settle into the the feel of it the pace of it what it you once you accept what it is it feels a bit like decent telly you know like it's got yeah. a yeah 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 I, and i don't really mean that as an insult it's like no but it, it's it's slightly mindless and it's not like it yeah. gets you with this is that it it's like oh that's what it is then oh, okay yeah oh and great there you go there yeah. is that weird gear shift where it's like you know talking about heroin and i could outrun sure. you and all this but it it all feels i don't know I don't think there's anything else quite like this, if for lack of a better term. I'm trying to draw comparisons to other movies we've done or yeah. other media that you and I would be familiar with. But I feel like for something that feels like it should be extremely derivative, the movie presentation is kind of a strange time capsule of the time and pretty unique in its own right as a result. Yeah. It is egregiously late noughties. It is, yeah. But it's got its, it's, got its thing going for it. Oh, a thing I didn't note was that the, the font of the title... When that came up on screen, I laughed. I wasn't really sure why I was laughing, but I think I've seen that font so, like that logo of Twilight so much used in silly ways. I'm pretty sure, yeah, that's been on the site yeah. of a lot of ghost trains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I just instinctively a lot, laughed. A lot when of I pizza that. takeaway menus in Salford use the Twilight font. But there's a sort of almost soap opera-y quality to this in a nice way that it's just like... And I can see how... I mean, I'm a man in my 30s, but I can see how for teenagers of the time that this could be quite romantic, quite sexy, quite compelling. Quite I, infuriating. I, well, yeah. I, so I can also see, like, there there is some stupid shit in this and there is some goofy yeah. nonsense and there are sparkly it's vampires. And, and it's the, naff. The acting from the two leads is sometimes a bit off. Is often a bit much in terms of communicating that tension. It's different now, isn't it? In 2023, when we're recording this episode, where mm. there is this whole other world of movies and stuff that they're both individually known yes. for. And yeah. like, I've seen them in a whole bunch of stuff, and I always think they are fucking fantastic. I, and I, I know it wasn't for everyone, but I fucking loved him in the Batman. I thought that was a, yeah, a, yeah. a yeah, right laugh. I, I really yeah. enjoyed it. I have heard very good things about her in Spencer as well, for instance. Mm. So I think like 
at the time, I think people maybe it's like the Megan Fox thing. I think we mentioned this before in a swill, but like yeah. when you're when you're that ubiquitous and it's in that kind of it's not pre-internet age, but it's the internet age where what you're getting on the internet is is just the mainstream stuff funneled right back at you. The niche yeah, yeah. communities hadn't the bubbles hadn't been fully formed in two thousand and eight no. and nine. So this was a very easy to hate movie back then because there was enough there to surround you to know, oh I hate it, but you didn't have enough there to actually make you challenge you to maybe watch it or know anything about it. It was very yeah. easily digestible for the hater and the lover of it as well. But yes. would you watch a sequel? And if so, I guess because it's questionable where it would end up. Would it be on Swirl? Uh, would it be on Swill? Because I know some of the later ones are considered to be egregiously poor. Okay. Even by fans of the series. So I can say, sincerely, yeah, I'd watch another one of those. Yeah, like, why not? Uh, there was nothing perhaps. in it where I'm like, fuck that shit, I'm never watching any of that shit. Like, I, but I also understand the grumpiness about it, uh, that's fine. But like, I, yeah, I'd, I'd watch another one. And I, I'd be interested to see where people think it would belong. Because, I mean, these are all, as a franchise, huge, culturally yeah. important films. Like, they made a big and also mainstream impact. made a shitload of money, which is yeah. why this month over in Cinema Swill... We're going to have a counterpoint, which is the movies that have lost yes. the biggest amount of money. And when you vote on that at patreon.com slash cinema swirl, we'll spend most of the movie trying to figure out where all the money went. I will yes. be Googling the offerings of the catering companies. Yes. But so, yeah, I mean, th these are successful big films, so I don't know where they belong. But I would be curious down the line to maybe check out swirl, another one. I feel Sam. You know, yeah, it's, it's, let's keep it swell. It's big culturally. It's big box office. And I feel like individually one of those would be an excuse. That being said, if we've lost all of our uh, listeners now because we reviewed Twilight, <laughs> then it's time for us all to take a long, hard look in the mirror. But you'll see nothing there because there's vampires. Hey. Well, if there's any hangers-on, I'm going to say something that will upset all of them. I mean, this is basically another Lord of the Rings, another Star Wars. It's a big oh, trilogy. That we're, <laughs> we're not doing Twilight anymore. I used to love this podcast because I used to be... In my twenties, and now I'm old, and I hate it. Yes. So yeah, I had an I had an all right time with Twilight. It was all right. Oh, you I'm know? trying to divine what your rating yeah. is going to be. Okay. And I think there's nothing else now but to ask you the fabled question, Sam, my little spider monkey. What is your <laughs> official star rating? for twilight kevin my own personal brand of heroin i would give twilight the first twilight fucking i don't know three star wipes yeah, you heard it here <laughs> first Thanks for listening to another episode of Cinema Swirl. This episode was produced by Kevin, edited by me, Sam, and I also did the music. If you want to support the show, then patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl is the way to go. If you want to follow us on the socials, we're at cinema swirl on Twitter and facebook.com forward slash cinema swirl on Facebook, which is where our votes for episodes take place. If you've got questions, queries, comments, or anything else for the mailbag, then send it on over to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Please do keep recommending the show to your friends if you think they'll like it, or even if you don't think they'll like it, just recommend it anyway. All right, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Bye.
and the Joker safely behind bars with yes. the rest of the paedophiles in Arkham Asylum. <laughs> I think that's that's probably the case. And you know what? I, when are DC going to have the, I'm going to say it, balls to make the oh. Joker, uh, I'm not going to say it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Scrap everything I've just started to say. Um, 